0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Buzz Fitness. I'm your host, the Fitness Thug, once again, joined by the one and only Dick Blakeman, aka Little Pump. What's going on? Not much. Hey everybody. So uh yeah, we're gonna get right into it. Um What kind of beer are we drinking? Today
1: we are drinking the delicious, the ever so uh Scrumptious scrumptious uh yeah, yeah. uh thirst
0: quenching
1: uh bud light lime, and uh
0: it's pretty good, yeah, do you think it really you think a beer do you think really does it fit that category, it's a little light, I know it's bud light, but it yeah. seems really light, yeah, but i i you know,
1: I can't drink that shit you drink,
0: no, but eh. It's all right. It's a day drinking beer during the day. Yeah, what is it, about 9.30 in the morning? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, today we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about working out, of course. That's what we do. We're going to talk about uh, last week in fitness, what's happened in the uh, social media world, around the globe, sports. We're going to break down some lifting techniques. We're going to talk about some stuff that can go wrong in the gym. Tech and gear. Garage gym series. Food and supplements. And I may go off on a rant at the the end of this episode. What do you think about that? I think you're going to have a really good uh, chance of going off on a rant if you actually
1: open your beer over there and drink it. Well, I'm just saving it. Oh, well, yeah. There it is. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for... Thanks for, uh, yeah, you don't need to save it. There's more beer in the fridge. <laughs>
0: that does, that tastes like lime tastes it like, does. Li- t- does it taste like uh, Bud Light lime? So
1: how was uh, your last week working out? Uh, my last week of working out didn't happen. I had a three day weekend was going to go camping. So I worked a bunch of overtime and I didn't make it to the
0: gym. No, I did pretty well until I got the shits. And then I, that was pretty much over. probably
1: with. got that from me because I had it the week before. Well, what happened to you? Oh, jeez. Well, I don't know if I really want to talk about that. Yeah, you might as well just but, go right into it. Well, I was on my way to work. And I was on the freeway. And my tubby started a rumbling. So I'm like, oh shit, I better get, I better get off. I got to go to the bathroom. And uh, I pulled into a Denny's. My plan was to run in there, but as soon as I pulled in the parking lot, oh jeez, the dam broke.
0: <laughs> it was
1: uh, it was bad news. I had to call work, had to go back home,
0: shower. Now, when you told me this story, you were driving home and you're getting close to your house. Oh
1: jeez, yeah, I was. I was getting on the exit from my house, and I was like, oh god, no, oh no, and, oh you. Forget, the funniest part about the story is, uh, as I'm in my, in my, I'm in my truck, my truck, and. Uh, uh, I grabbed the, the, uh, the visor thing to reflect the sun and I dragged that son bitch under me because I did not, I got air conditioned seats in that son bitch and I did not want poop getting in the guy. It has a bunch of holes in there. I was like, I was like so I'm sitting on my uh, my uh, reflective visor for my windshield so to protect my seat. <laughs>
0: did it feel all squishy? <laughs> you know, listen.
1: Crap in your pants ain't that bad. It it gets bad when it starts getting cold. When it gets cold, it just feels gross. The air conditioned seats? (laughs) I didn't have the seat on. (laughs) But listen, that stomach virus that was going around, you obviously had it. Yeah, it
0: it put me out for a You did not want to be stuck
1: on a freeway
0: and have that hit you. No, I spent one day on the toilet and then a couple other three days out of commission. Right. Right. Yeah. Nothing to. But, you know, at least I didn't shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's awesome. But when you're telling me you're yeah, driving it was real
1: it, re- it was real awesome, thank yeah, you're you. You're driving <laughs>
0: home and you get you get about a block away from your house, you're like, Oh boy, oh boy <laughs> <laughs> It was horrible. So what you're saying was your uh, workouts last week they didn't uh they were non existent. Yeah, after that happened and then I uh uh and I
1: just decided I should just take her easy. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm A little dehydrated, you know. Yeah. You want to blow an O-ring. <laughs> what do you, I did blow it. What are you talking about? That <laughs> happened. The O-ring blew. <laughs> all uh, over your sun visor. All over my sun visor. <laughs>
0: did you, what did you do with your sun visor? Did you throw it away? I sprayed it off with a hose. Uh, so it's just Nothing was on it, though.
1: Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, this, it didn't soak through my underwear and jeans. I <laughs> believe. I mean, I did, it, but I got a crazy leg pump. Listen, because I was holding myself off. Even with the visor under me, I was holding myself off my seat th- for for 25 minutes. That's how far I had to drive, or 20-some so minutes. So what you're
0: saying is even when you're shitting your pants? I'm working out. You still get a little I'm pump. I'm still getting a little pump. Yeah. yeah. No, well, I mean, that's why we call you Little Pump. Well, I mean, my week other than you know missing four days because you, I passed on my shit disease to you. Right. Other than that, I mean, leading up to that, I, weightlifting was going, going like, really well. At least well. you
1: didn't try to go to work. And
0: yeah, I mean, no, I couldn't. I physically couldn't. It was just lay around and watch uh, Netflix. Yeah, watching Netflix the whole time. Uh, well, I got got to watch some cool stuff on uh, on Netflix though that showed the the boys. Like, no, that's not on Netflix. That's on Amazon Prime. Have you seen that? The superhero. I have seen previews. I, w-
1: I want to watch it. You need to. Uh, I just can't sit still for more than 10 minutes. Well, that'll and, be right yeah, up your so, alley. You know, I'm try- I'll try it. I'll try to. I want to watch it.
0: Watch a lot of YouTube. On, they you know. go after corrupt superheroes. Right, but the people going after them aren't exactly non-corrupt themselves. Oh, okay. So so uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a whole turmoil thing. But, yes, I mean, uh, so I was really excited, you know, coming back from that back injury and rehabbing and prehabbing and everything felt uh, good. I mean, I I was able to do bench pressing without uh, yeah, but, my back cramping. Yeah, but you're always coming back. You're, your back injury's
1: ongoing. It's not going
0: away. Right, but this was the first time for a week that it wasn't affecting me at all during lifting, so that nice. was exciting. So I was able, and I did squats too. That's I did box squats and to tell you the difference i'm probably gonna have to go to doing box squatting where you actually sit down and pause and then come back up right versus just straight up and straight down with the box squatting it didn't hurt uh hurt my back at all so that was great i didn't get wasn't getting a hellacious lower back
1: pump well yeah. and if, you know you're doing bodybuilding it's not about how much you lift or how you lift it it's about uh, mind muscle connection and getting the pump getting burned.
0: right I mean like I said before I'm not going after a 500 pound 600 pound squat anymore it's all about stimulating the legs to the, to the best of my ability and right the only way I can do that is by being injury free and a lot of bodybuilders don't squat yeah so I mean for me in the garage that's one of the I only got three or four exercises I can do most of them squatting so when I have a bar on my back from now on it's gonna be box squats you know, what about uh, your Smith machine?
1: Squat, yeah. I, squatting on that. I,
0: I, the only time I'll ever use that for squatting is uh front squats. I'll do that in the Smith machine, but belt squats, uh, kettlebell, uh, goblet squats. Yep. Yep. Dumbbell squats out to the side, squat, squat, squat. So, yeah, I, was, I mean, I was, uh, pretty excited to get all the way through the week and and uh, getting some good results up until the point where I felt like I was going to shit my pants. Yeah, and uh, lucky spent. I'm, ha- ha- I'm
1: happy to pass that on to you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I, at least I knew what was happening, and unlike you, you were just feeling fine. Well, I felt completely fine. I woke up that
1: morning, and I had to go to the bathroom. I'm like, I'll just go when I get to work. Well, I didn't make
0: it. Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's the way you live your life, though, to two different extremes, you know? Yeah. Balls to the wall, just fast lane, and then shit in your pants. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so uh, you watched some videos with me earlier. Um, yeah, we did. We did. About what was going on in the, uh, the fitness industry. Most of, of it was loaded around the uh, Mr. Olympia contest. Which
1: I think... The Olympia is going to be hurting a little this year because they have a lot of unknown names. Right. So that's going to hurt them because they don't have the big names in there.
0: And we talked about it before in the episode with Sean Roden and the whole uh, rape case. Um, Phil Heath with the stomach problem losing last year to Sean Roden. Yes, right. So you got the guy that was Mr. Olympia that lost and Mr. Olympia from last year not going to be in the contest. Not in the contest, which, you know. Big Ramy. he's not in the contest either. Right.
1: All the all the, the guys, biggest dude, all the guys that people want to see aren't going to be in it and we got
0: people in there now that uh, a lot of people don't know their names, don't know who they are. But I mean if you're a, if you are in the bodybuilding, you know who Brandon Curry is. Right. And what do you think of Brandon Curry's physique?
1: He's looking pretty sick.
0: Yeah. Uh, the only thing I worry
1: about is what a lot of build, bodybuilders do is, you know, they look awesome three weeks out and then they get a little, uh, a little overzealous with their trying to get lean. And then sometimes they can ruin their physique that way. Right.
0: Well, uh, to his credit, he's always looked really good in the, in the Olympias. He just hasn't been big enough from what I've saw, he, he seen this last couple of weeks, he looks a uh, pretty damn good. And I would think without any last second changes where Phil, Heath jumps in or, uh, Sean Roden being cleared for the Olympia from the case or right. whatever. I just don't see that happening. Um, so I would go ahead and have to give the nod to, to Brandon Curry on this one. I mean, he looks looks fantastic. Him, I, I like the way Dexter Jackson's looking at 50. He's he's not going to come close, though. I don't think anybody's testing Brandon Curry for the Olympia title this year. So I think you're going to see a new Mr. Olympia two years in a row, which hasn't happened forever. So, Right. Question is: Is it good for bodybuilding, or is it bad? Would you rather you want somebody to win five, six, seven years in a row, or do you want new people winning Olympia? Well, we shall see. Yeah, the bodybuilding's got to do something though, because it's slowly dying. Yes. Well, actually, it's not even slowly dying; it's happening at a fast pace. Right.
1: I mean, nobody's nobody's interested in anymore. People are more interested in watching uh, size freaks on YouTube or strong people on YouTube than. I believe in watching the right movie. and most yep. of
0: the and some of the local uh, contests for bodybuilding they have the bikini chicks doing at the end of the show now instead of the bodybuilding right
1: and, and the guy you're talking about who you favor to win there's guys on that are way more popular just YouTube channels they don't even do competitions oh absolutely and it's just uh it uh,
0: they're gonna have to figure something out right so now let's say Phil Heath jumps back in, and Phil Heath's midsection. That would bring. That would be awesome. But
1: even if even if Phil Heath Heath jumped back in and looked like shit, it would still stir and bring a lot of it more uh, attention to the show this year.
0: It, it would. Um, Rogue, they should just pay him to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, he's is he gonna do it or is he not? I mean, he th- there's videos of him lifting and he looks phenomenal with his tank top on, but he hasn't lifted up the. Uh, the whole stomach area and hasn't showed us any improvements whatsoever. So right, but is he just trolling everybody? Cuz it seems to me that he's being the he's, biggest
1: troll ever. He's going to stay in shape though. Regardless, he's going to have an ex at the expo. He's going to have a booth and he's going to want to be in shape for it. So that could be him just doing that for his booth at the expo
0: before right. the Olympia. And then you had uh bodybuilding fans signing petitions for uh, Sean Roden to get back into the Olympia because right. they feel the same way that you felt it was like well he, he hasn't, hasn't been
1: charged with anything yet he has not been convicted hasn't been proven guilty so He's therefore not proven guilty
0: he should be able to it's like we're talking last, about his job
1: right it's like in the last show with Larry Wheels and his girl his ex-girlfriend claiming all this stuff and uh he was he was never arrested he was never you know you just you know i think they jumped the gun they should wait and until their client that they're promoting or that they're sponsoring is actually proven guilty of something before. Listen, if, if I was, if I was promoted by rogue and I got blamed for some stuff and rogue dropped me instantly and then I got proven to be innocent and then rogue calls up and goes, Oh, you're innocent. You want to come back? I'd probably tell him, no, get
0: lost. Well, I mean the same thing, the, the thing that happened with uh, Kobe and Nike
1: yeah. Back in the day. I yeah. mean,
0: he lost Nike and then ended up getting it back. But, you know, that's a rough thing to, to have to go through, a personal thing like that. Kobe
1: should have said no and went with Adidas or something. Just, just out of principle. But money, but he wanted the money, I guess. So
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say what anybody's thinking um, when it comes to a, a rape charge versus right. a rape conviction. Right. I mean, so yeah, he hasn't, Sean Rhoda hasn't been convicted. Just let him, let him come back, man. The only they're afraid of him competing and
1: then getting convicted is probably what I'm is probably what they're afraid of. He's already won an Olympia,
0: so he's already an Olympian, right?
1: Yeah, but no, I mean, his the Olympia and the sponsors are probably worried that he'll they'll let him compete and then he'll we'll get convicted of that crime
0: yeah that's okay uh is the uh, conviction and the court date and the olympia date at the same time well no. nobody knows
1: i mean unless he's sharing that information
0: I mean, so i know. mean just let him let him compete man yeah let him you know, compete and let the it's already out there yeah i mean look, look at the way everybody looks at him now when when they think of him they think about what's going on so just let the guy compete That'd be pretty awesome to see him uh, come back and, and fight for his uh, title again, especially with uh, Brandon Curry looking the way that he does. Right. All right, so let's move on, uh, move on to the main lift. Today we're going to talk about some shoulder pressing. Right. All the different ways you can shoulder press. Yes. Now, when we talk about shoulder pressing, it's up overhead. It could be a military press. It could be a dumbbell press. It could be a floor press where you're standing and you're you're, uh, pressing up overhead. Machine press. Machine press. You could actually do it with cables, whatever you want to do. Yeah. But why do you like shoulder pressing? I didn't in the
1: beginning. I hated it. Right. Uh, Now it's one of my favorite workouts to do is shoulders uh, and shoulder pressing. Uh, I like doing it uh, because it's something that I've been able to improve on over the years, get stronger on, you know. That kind of thing,
0: yeah. I mean, there's there's two ways I go about it, and we can talk about what your the ways that you go about it too. Um, I usually start every probably every workout now um, with standing barbell presses. You arch your back just a little bit, and you stand, and you can give you can give a little bit of English when it gets really heavy with your heels bumping off the ground or whatever. I I don't like I
1: do that. I don't like doing that lift. Right. I, I can move. It's kind of interesting. I am able to press more seated than standing. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. You should be able to do more standing. I I
0: can do more standing um, if I really get my body into it. I just like the way that it feels on my shoulders because I use a closer grip, and I keep my elbows in when I'm pressing out in front of me. It allows me to drop the bar really close to my nipples and then press back up overhead, and it doesn't stretch out my shoulder joint. That's why I prefer doing my heavy stuff with that, and when I get done with that, I move straight to the, the seated dumbbell presses.
1: Yeah. So I I always start with seated dumbbell presses. I I before I do my seated dumbbell presses, though, I like to take some bands and do some uh, shoulder stretches and shoulder yeah. warm up stuff. But I like doing seated dumbbell presses because I've gone, I've gone from using, struggling to use thirties to going up to nineties with no spotter. Right. Uh, so being one of my weakest lifts uh, it's
0: always fun for me to try to improve it now when you talk about depth with the uh, shoulder pressing you do something different than I do because I've already had the, the shoulder injuries but you pretty much take it down until the dumbbell head touches, touches. your shoulder
1: I like, to, I like to come down and let the dumbbell head touch
0: my shoulder and I, then I press from there which I used to, when we were working out I used to do that all the time and then you saw the, the beginning of my shoulder problem right and I stop doing that, which for me, this is way harder because I want to just go and go and go. I bring it down to a 90 degree angle and I stop dead. And then I, after that, I reverse out of it, which just, it's it's hard. You gotta use less weight to do it. And I don't like doing it, but yeah, hey. It's like when squatting, I, I think
1: it's harder to stop at 90 than to go past for me. Right. Uh, stopping at 90, it's harder for me to reverse it than to go all the way down
0: and bounce out, and bounce
1: out and bottom yeah. out and bounce yeah.
0: out and that's why i told you i like to now i like doing the box squats they're, right. they're tougher on for me on my quads right well, box The box squats are supposed to be harder than
1: regular squats because you go and you stop you stop and then you got to reverse so and then you got
0: you to you just got to make sure to not round your back when you sit down so yeah i mean uh so pressing in general with the uh, shoulder presses there's tons of ways to do it and one of the ways to do it is let's say you and i are doing the the same exercise and we're doing standing overhead pressing right okay. with the straighter domes let's start with the straight bar straight bar okay you and i are going to activate completely different because you're automatically going to go wider than i am i like holding uh, a little wider than my shoulder width right
1: slightly wider that's it right so I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable
0: I'm inside. I'm gonna go bring it down farther below than you are. You're gonna bring it probably on your upper chest, yeah. And I bring it down to the bottom of my chest. Um, does that translate to anything different? No. It's just I'm comfortable with doing that. It's that that's my full range of motion. I've always preached this when it came to when it comes to lifting. When you talk about full range of motion, just do a full range of motion that you can do if your shoulder allows you to do it. I cannot do a full range of motion when I'm using dumbbells out wide. If I do that, it'll stretch out my shoulder joint and it'll instantly be in pain.
1: Yeah, and a, a lift that I've been doing a lot lately, I've become fond of is I like doing one arm at a time, standing dumbbell press. Yes. I like doing that because uh, it's kind of weird, I'll, I'll get sore in the rib area from it. Yes. And uh, I just like initi- I like, adding in the
0: stabilizers and if you're talking about a full range of motion i don't think you can get any fuller than that right because you can totally set
1: set down with it and then just you know you can press and extend when you do the one-arm pressed over your head you know i like doing that
0: right And you got to watch your weight because you got to be able to control it and everything oh yeah
1: the weight goes down i can i could do seated it's kind of frustrating because you think well i'm using one arm i'm standing i should be able to use more weight i can use way more weight seated it uh, with dumbbells than standing and doing
0: one arm at a time isn't that the greatest thing about bodybuilding though is majority of the time the lower the weight the bigger you get well now, yeah, I'm not talking too low right I'm just saying somewhere in that sweet spot versus trying to go as heavy as you possibly can right well, yeah bodybuilding and powerlifting are way different
1: uh two different types of discipline of lifting right and somehow we have
0: always been right in the middle of both of those when we've lifted right was never just told, and I think that's great honestly I think you get a, a denser looking muscle by doing power lifting and a bigger muscle by doing bodybuilding so right. the two together dense and big I mean you can't go wrong with that at all
1: the best part is watching those bodybuilder videos and uh, watching those guys and their facial expressions and uh like what like it's so hard uh it's it's interesting
0: I, I i think they put it on for the camera right because you turn around and you will watch the uh the uh, strongmen and power lifters yeah and they're pretty much blank in their expressions when they're going through the reps oh, yeah. and everything it's oh, way way more weight but i mean bodybuilding is also about uh pre-exhausting and then also taxing uh your muscles past their ability to be able to lift the weight and that's sometimes you can make yourself uh, grow and it can be excruciating. But you're right, I mean you just take some uh, videos, look at them of uh, Johnny Jackson and Branch Warren (laughs) yeah. yeah. and you're like
1: Do they do do all that when they're not on camera? That's what I always wonder. The facial
0: expressions and all that stuff. And the uh, quarter reps and half reps and and, uh, all the body English and everything. Oh yeah. Branch Warren took second in Olympia so I mean something was working for him. And it wasn't genetics because he never looked like he, uh, no. you know, he never looked like the most genetic freak on the planet. So, yeah, and there's, so we talked about width. Let's talk about a little bit about bars when you're pressing. So you can use a, a football bar that has a neutral grip on it. and that Yeah, thing. but good luck
1: finding a gym that
0: has stuff like that. Right, we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about... At home, I've got a, a separate bar that allows me to, to get a neutral grip on it. Otherwise, if, you, if you can't do that with a straight bar, just go ahead and do it do with dumbbells, dumbbells yeah. and you can get a neutral, right. neutral grip on that. You can also do the, uh, the whole uh, Arnold press or the Scott press where you bring the dumbbells down in front of you and then rotate them out and up um, that way. The other cool thing about a barbell is you, and if you have a rack that you can uh, hook up bands to, it can be completely different. I, I've got a PVC pipe that I use to warm up with now. That I hang a couple 10 pound plates off of with bands, so the whole thing shakes when I'm trying to warm up. It hits my stabilizers, it gets that joint really uh, going, lubricated and everything before I go into to some heavier weight. So, I mean, anyway, you you try to do it, you got to do pressing. You have to do some type of shoulder pressing it's going to hit your front delts it's going to hit the whole thing it's going to make it make your muscles bigger but the strength you're going to get it's going to go completely across the board on bodybuilding right you want to get a bigger bench press overhead press. yeah
1: overhead press will will help your bench press for sure Uh, a lot of people don't like doing military press though it's uncomfortable it's, it sucks it sucks it, because
0: it's one of the more primal lifts
1: and but the reason I've loved to lift it or to do shoulders so much is because I've gotten to the point where I can sit down and press more weight than anybody else in the gym most right I mean I don't see anybody else grabbing 90 pound dumbbells and doing sets to six of eight and if they are doing it it looks like crap right so
0: no, I mean it's it's awesome to come a long way. Like you said struggling with 30s. I don't I think you were struggling with more than that when you first started. Yeah. My shoulders were by far my weakest lift. What? How many years ago now? 12, well, 13 years ago. Even even uh, 7 years ago they weren't as up to speed, but that's when you were in the middle of working on it. Right. So So yeah, uh, Well, like right there. If, if you have a weak
1: lift, don't shy away from it.
0: No, your weakest thing was your shoulders. And it i have, not just pressing, but it was also lateral raising, front oh yeah. raises.
1: And that's, that drill, that should drive you to try to make that. Now it's, shoulder pressing now is one of my most,
0: more stronger lifts. Right. But what did that translate into? It translated into a bigger bench press. Oh yeah. Your triceps have got a lot bigger. Yep. That's what you use while you're trying to press. Oh yeah. Triceps. So it's an all around, you're going to benefit all around from that lift. And like I said, it's one of the more, uh, primal things that you can do go try to load something super heavy in the back of your truck and then you got to get it up up above your chest and try to press it up and over pick a heavy weight and get stuck in the middle of it and have to use your body to to throw it or press it up that's what you're training when you're overhead pressing so think about the benefits of an exercise and then take that exercise and uh, put it in your program you do that you're well on your way to completing some of your goals so we talked about the the pros of uh doing pressing whether it's seated or overhead right talked about the different ways that you can do it but here's some cons you can mess up your shoulder joint by pressing right it can happen you were there twice when it happened to me now there's a, there could be some other things going into it, um, but taking your arms and putting them up overhead with weight on it, it can be stressful. So you got to figure out your range of motion, what's comfortable with you, and you got to strengthen other parts of your body too, not just your shoulders. Like I said, you got to tr- your grip strength has to be on when you're doing that. Your your triceps you have got to be strong a good enough. Good stability in your wrist. Right, core strength. Especially if you're doing the standing one. Standing or even sitting. I mean, if you got sloppy form, it, it could put you in a, a weird angle. And here's the other thing I always talk about um, when it comes to injuries. Most bodybuilders get injured because they don't switch the angles that they're, they're doing. So it's a good thing to switch the angle that you're sitting. Maybe sit back a little bit, turn it more, a little bit more into an incline press sometimes.
1: Right. You, you get different angles just by sitting or standing, too. Differently. Right.
0: Yeah. So that's the one of the main reasons why I like to stand. And then I also like to sit. It just changes, changes the, uh, the angles that I'm doing. And so far, I mean, I've nothing, but, uh, nothing but strength and no injuries since I've been doing the, uh, the standing press overhead. Things that can go wrong in the gym. We're going to talk about uh, once again females in the gym doing butt workouts, hitting their glutes. And the reason we bring this up is because you can find five or six of them <laughs> in the gym, and that seems like that's all they're doing is butt exercises the whole time. Now, I don't have any problem with uh, no chicks, you know, no. doing the butt workouts or whatever. Except, good luck getting on a
1: in a squat rack or. Or if you want to use the cables, and they got they're all over there doing those. I don't know. They hook it to their ankle and kick back. I don't kick know. Kick
0: Um on the leg extension machine, using it for hip thrusts. You uh,
1: the they like to get in the Smith machine. I don't use it very the Smith machine very often, but it seems like there's always a girl in there doing the. Uh, I don't know. They put the bar across their midsection and thrust
0: their yeah hip thrusts. Yeah, they use the Smith machine for it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's just a. Uh, well it's an it, it social media thing it's went wild you know uh chicks working on their glutes and i'm all uh I'm all for it um it can be distracting that's definite you know? right definitely uh distracting, but like you said it's you don't have to do that you don't have to take out the leg extension that I want to use and modify it to right. get a hip thrust on. yeah you know it, uh, and, and if you're gonna do hip thrusts with the barbell you don't need to be doing it in the squat rack either when i tr- i'm trying to squat no so uh and you don't need to be doing it with le- uh, the yoga pants and shit, <laughs> the leggings <laughs> right right in front of the uh yeah. the mirror either when i'm sitting there trying to do my overhead presses oh dude
1: yeah uh yeah that's yeah it it gets a little crazy uh the, uh, some of these, there's a few women I, uh, I see at the gyms I go to and, uh, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what day of the week I'm in there. They're doing the same exercises for their, uh, for their back ends, which is great. Like you say, but, uh, you know, you got, you, you know, you got your whole body to work out. I mean, I, I, you know, they should try to do some overall fitness Maybe they do. Maybe I'm not there on the day when they're doing
0: upper body. Yeah, maybe not. Or maybe they just do maybe you just miss another glute day on your day off. Maybe that's right. just one more day that they're working on their glutes. <laughs> like I said, I'm all for all for it. Um you know, work on your glutes but also work on your stomach and your back and all that other good shit too. Like you said, you got a whole body, use it.
1: Well, yeah, and also, I mean, what are they? I mean, as a natural woman bodybuilder, how much bigger is your ass going to get if you do all these ash ass workouts? I mean really I mean it's not
0: maybe how much more volume do you think they could actually add Not that much because you if you see like on instagram volume I mean as in they're trying to make their butts rounder i mean how right, so if you look on Instagram and you see the the top ladies influencers and they do are known for glutes and stuff they just have really nice toned glutes they're not that big
1: right and the other thing gets me is that you'll see heavier girls doing all these butt
0: workouts and uh what are we trying to do here yeah they'd be uh time better spent on the uh the treadmill and lifting some weights you know at higher repetitions and uh yeah i mean there's i mean and we're not trying to be jerks about it either no. we're just saying the stating the obvious
1: we're just stating the obvious i'm mean, like you're doing kickbacks for 35 minutes i mean what, what are we doing right so <laughs> what are we doing here right so that's I'm gonna, like you and me going to the gym doing arms three days a week and all we do is bicep curls and that's all we train is Every time you come to the gym and you see me, you, I'm doing a bicep exercise.
0: I got a question for you. If there was a, an exercise that you could do that would make your dick bigger, would you do it?
1: It, that would if, if there was an exercise like that, you'd go to the gym, and that's all you'd see guys doing.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> <that's all> you, <laughs> that's, I guess that's kind of what's going on there, right? Oh Yeah, I guess so. All right, all right. Because, I mean— We're if, not trying to hate on this.
1: We're just, you know— I you mean, know. if
0: there was an exercise that made it bigger for me, I'd be in there doing dick-ups all day long. Dick-ups, dick-ups, dick-ups. <laughs> hey, man, can you get out of the squat rack hey, in front of Hey, what are you doing DC today? Squats? I'm doing dick-ups. I'm doing dick-ups. Yeah, so I mean, literally, yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah, but listen.
1: Six or seven years ago, we're in the gym. Did you do you remember seeing any of these exercises being done that we see now? No.
0: Right. They're done by power lifters.
1: Well, power lifters weren't doing cable kickbacks. No, or... but
0: they were. They were doing uh, hip thrusts and shit, and for st- stuff to work on their posterior and right. to guard against injuries. And... It's just.
1: I guess really what we're talking about here is fads. I would say five, to six years ago, we'd go to a gym. Uh, we would rarely see a girl lifting weights. Uh, and if they did, they were doing like a aerobic uh, looking type of like walking lunges, whatnot. Otherwise, they were on cardio equipment. Now, the fat has become women lifting weights. Right. Which is also in translated a- into women just doing ass exercises for an hour every day.
0: Right. So if you look at social media and you are following anybody that's into crossfit right yeah especially the top competitors crossfit
1: is fading away i
0: think Uh, i don't know but that's i'm not really getting into that too much what i'm saying is look at the uh, butts on all the major crossfitters they all have amazing glutes right do you think any of them are doing uh kickbacks no right and uh Squat lunges and squat hops and stuff like that, that are working on the, the glutes. No, they, what are they doing? They're squatting. They're doing regular lunges. They're just working out. And the byproduct right. of, of trying to lift heavier stuff and for reps, guess what? Their butt gets well, bigger.
1: That's, that's the interesting thing too, is, you know, you see them doing all these lifts. I don't know if you feel the way I feel about this, but if I do lunges with weight, that's the one thing that hits my glutes hard. Yes. Uh, that's all I would do for glutes was walking lunges. I mean, walking lunges seem to just nail it, but I've never tried to do any of these other weird exercises that I see them doing to do a glute exercise. I mean,
0: right. Two things are going to hit is lunges and then anything squatting.
1: Yeah. Squatting. Well, squatting for me personally, mostly burns my quads, but That's just how I squat. Right, you're
0: squatting in a straight squat, but you're not trying to squat to to hit your glutes. No. Which means kicking your butt back. Really, I'm squatting. Squeezing
1: with your butt to make the movement go. I'm usually just squatting and hoping I don't collapse. (laughs) I'm trying to get the weight up, basically.
0: Yeah, exactly. But what happened to your butt when you were squatting? Your butt got a little bigger and tighter. And I'm not trying to sound gay or anything. Oh, you're not? I'm not. But that's that's exactly what's going to happen to anybody that's lifting.
1: Right, right. Oh, oh! So what you're saying is, is that you're uh, you're not gay? You're, you're, Correct. Oh, you're, you're like, not you're not just worried about me and my ass gains. Well, like I've always <laughs> said, is
0: <laughs> you've got a great ass.
1: Oh yeah, right, right.
0: Oh, geez. so uh, what else has gone wrong in the gym? You let's talk about some spotting, some spotters. You ever had any problems with uh, somebody spotting you?
1: I was one time doing flat bench press. I think they were 125s or 130s. I can't remember. Uh, and I had a guy on each side. And I, I think I said, no, I just let me drop him if I can't do it. But I started to struggle. And one guy grabbed the weight. And then I kind of like started to say something. So he let go of the weight. And I ended up having an injury in my chest.
0: Yeah, that's not fun. And
1: uh, I would have rather just had no spotter and threw him down, and when I couldn't done it, uh, I couldn't press it anymore. You really don't want to be spotted by people who are gonna do the wrong things. As in, this guy grabbed the dumbbell. He grabbed the actual dumbbell when I started struggling. Not push. I would, you know, I want. If you're gonna spot me on a bench press, push my elbows. Don't touch the dumbbell.
0: Right. I mean, I. And I spot you by your wrist, but I know how to do that. Right. Well, some, so, pe- some people... Well, I
1: don't care if you spot me by my wrist or my elbow, but I don't want two guys on either side, one guy pulling the weight off when another guy's not pulling the weight off me, right. and then that guy drops it or whatever. A lot of things can go wrong.
0: Right. I mean, when it, when it comes to spotting for me... Especially when you're using a lot of weight. If I have a brand new spotter, like you said, two on each side... First of all, I'm like, no, we're not doing two on each side. I can handle this weight. The only thing that I want you to do is if I get stuck, to either give me some help or help me bail, one of the two, right? Right. So the spotter on each side, there's no reason for that. I mean, I'm not running Coleman with 200-pound dumbbells. I'm going to use a weight that I can get up for probably six to eight reps or even more. Ten to 12, I'm not going to use a spotter because I'm, I can sell spot with that. But... A brand new guy uh, spotting the first time. Right. Hey, this is how I like to be spotted. Do it this way, or yeah. not do it at all.
1: And also, like I was doing a bench press movement, and you're probably thinking I strained my chest. I didn't. It strained my bicep when that happened, and uh, that in your bicep affects
0: everything. Everything. Can't grip anything. It's
1: bad. I mean, Can't hold it anything. really screws your workups, workouts
0: uh, up. Well, in normal life, too. Your, yeah. your job, doing anything around the right. house. Right. Just inflamed the whole time. Anytime you grip something, it hurts. Any other problems with spotters that you remember? Oh. I had a spotter.
1: If he listens to this, he'll know who I'm talking to. He'll know that I'm talking about him. Uh, we were doing bench press, and uh, I started to uh, needed some assistance. This guy, my friend of mine, gets over the top. He's spotting. He's spotting. I'm pushing as hard as I can. I got my mouth open, and a bead of sweat dropped out of his armpit right into my mouth. Oh, oh, it was horrible. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's so disgusting.
1: And he thought it was hilarious. Nah, he loved. He thought it was pretty damn funny it was
0: bad though yeah dude I mean when I heard, first heard about that I, I damn near puked it was that's a horrible story because I could just imagine you're down there you're just gasping for air your mouth's open you're just going for it. Uh, uh, and then the dude above you oh man it was bad. and not only that it wasn't just a normal tank top because uh, I know the guy that you're talking about he always used to wear those stringers oh yeah uh, with a, no oh, back yeah. just a string right F- down tank the back yeah. yeah that's awesome that's... right into your mouth yummy oh it was great you know, I, I mean, as long as we're talking about busting buddies out, and if he's listening to this, he's going to know exactly who he is. Back in the day, uh, lifting that uh, gold gym, same thing, bench pressing, and he's over the top, he's spotting me, and I'm going for it, you know, and do a couple sets, and then all of a sudden we go heavy, but it's weight that I've done before, so it's not a big deal, and he goes and gets really serious, and he's, we're going to get it, and he unracks it, and I get about two reps in, of weight that I can handle for 10. (laughs) And I start laughing, and he gets pissed off. And he grabs it and re-racks it, and he's like, come on, man, get serious. And I go, I can't get serious. He's like, why not? And I'm like, because I can see your balls when you're spotting me. He's like, (laughs) what? And I go, yeah, dude, you're wearing boxers today, and I can see your hairy balls right (laughs) above my face when I'm trying to... So, you know, he spotted me after that, like he was doing a good morning, and he had his butt way back. (laughs) Yeah, so... That can, things can definitely go wrong in the gym with spotters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember the the time in Staten when (laughs) the dude comes out and he's bench pressing with a suicide grip and he just got done tanning? Oh, yeah. It slipped, yeah. And the 225 slipped off and just bounced right off his chest about three feet. He's feeling good though. He was tan. Yeah. He was all oiled up. Yeah. Just. You know he's, he's just ready doing,
1: to he's ready to bench press, but he was
0: just doing the uh, the wrong sport with men at that point, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's plenty of things that uh, that can go wrong in the gym when you're interacting with other people. So let's talk about uh, some tech and gear. Basically, we're gonna be. A, Right now, going off on gyms just basically being basic as shit, right? Yeah, they'll, they'll get some
1: cool equipment, but they'll never have any bars or or any uh, you know. They really lack in the bars. You just get the basic bars. Just you know, you a chrome forty-five stuff, you can go buy, bar. It, buy the sporting goods store. They don't have any of the new uh, cool bars that you can use. A, a safety
0: squat bar. They don't have any. They the don't good. have any of those. They don't have. Uh, quick snap collars, uh, stuff like that. Most of them don't. Right. Sandbags to to lift atlas stones, camber bars. Right.
1: There are a few gyms out there that are uh, starting to get things like that, but
0: uh, it takes a long time to. Yeah. Because I mean, they already have your membership, right? So why why do they need to give you any bars? They've already got. I, got you. G- I already got memberships at gyms where they don't even fix the equipment, so. Yeah, we've all been there, a long time in gyms that equipment starts breaking down. They just put a sign on it, and or they just let
1: people keep using it because <laughs> it's just missing a couple of bolts It still works. I it's mean, not a
0: problem until it's a problem, right? Yeah, it's not a problem until, the, until it's really a
1: problem. But yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, if I walk into a gym, uh, there's it has to meet a certain criteria. It has to have it has to have the squat rack, right? Yeah, and. It has to hopefully more than one squat rack, right? And it has to have some fixed bench presses. I'm not talking about a roll-in bench through the squat rack. And again, hopefully more than one, right? And then you start looking at the bars. Are they the chrome bars I can buy across the street? Because if not, those things are going to wear and tear real quick, especially when you're squatting. Because I broke one in your garage one time.
1: And another criteria is they got to have dumbbells at least
0: at the minimum
1: go to 100 pounds,
0: right? And at any given time. My biggest criteria there is when it comes to gyms, they have to have at least five or six chicks doing glute exercises. Oh, yeah. They have to have gotta that right have, in front of me at all gotta times. Gotta
1: have the glute exercises. The other, the other thing besides the glute exercises is that uh, a lot of gyms have benches that I think that I'm not short. I'm six foot and uh, a lot of the benches are too high off the damn ground. Yes. Most of them are. Yeah, you can't get even, you, you can't get, get a good spring. You can't get a good, you know, I like to have my feet flat on the ground. Uh, if they're too high, they can put an arch in your
0: back that you necessarily didn't want to have. Right. That you, you know, stuff like that. A lot of them, I feel like I need to put a 25-pound plate underneath my heels so that I can be exactly where I want to be. Right, and I don't understand this, I don't understand why the benches
1: are so high. Because the people making the equipment, I mean... They gotta know, is it so old people can get up off them i don't I don't
0: get it right, but you've used the fours of bench press before, right those aren't high, those are low, those are perfect. you get right on it, and you you can set your feet wherever you want to right and but you're right i I don't get why commercial gyms, the majority of them i I would say like ninety eight percent of them all have really high bench press right and
1: i Back in the day when the garage gym was at my house, I bought a bench that was as low as possible.
0: Yeah, we went and saw it. Okay, let's get this low one. This is really low. Yeah. So, anyways, which is now in my gym, right? And I love it. I use it for dumbbell. Yeah, it's great because it's low to the ground and it's narrow too. It's narrow. It's low. Now you've used the the actual fixed bench press in my garage gym, and it's the same thing. It's lower, not as low as that. Yeah, it's it's narrow and it's narrow. And so you have to balance when you're able to do it. So if you can do 225 at my gym, go into a... Go to a
1: commercial gym where you it's can't... It's a wider pad. Where you're on your tiptoes because the bench is so high, and it's a wider pad, and it's, you just don't have the...
0: You sink in. Your shoulders sink into that big, thick pad for some right. reason. Right. It just takes away... Yeah. It, but there, you know... But then again, we've been at uh, Venice Beach outdoors lifting... They had nice benches there. They had skinny, the skinniest benches I've ever seen there, right? Right. So it's uh, problem two ways. One, skinny, skinny benches that we weren't used to at all, because we're used to the big, fat, wide ones. And two is we went at noon. What happens at noon? The sun is directly above you. (laughs) We didn't have sunglasses. No. I'm sitting there benching. It was my second set of bench press. Hey, I'm going to challenge everybody that's listening. You bench press with your eyes closed. Yes. It's weird. So my second set, I'm like, I'm done. He's like, we paid like 10 bucks to work out here. And I'm like, yeah, we're done. I'm done. I can't, I can't do this. I'm sweating. I'm actually getting sunburnt. Yeah, and bench pressing with your eyes
1: closed. It was weird. It just felt... Yeah, it was weird.
0: Those dudes did that year round there. Arnold and benching in the sand and shit. It, it's a crazy thing to think about. But they probably didn't do it at noon in bench press probably not that was a really weird feeling it was kind of almost a dizzy dizzy feeling so so let's get into uh the garage gym series here a little bit this is going to be kind of short um we've talked about the pros of the garage gym series and this could be a pro too depending on how much money you want to spend but most of the time it's going to be a con is temperature control in a garage gym. Yeah, temperature, yeah, definitely. What happens during the winter? Cold. What happens during the summer? Hot. seems like there's no in-between because here in Oregon, we get about a week of 70-degree weather at the beginning and 70-degree weather at the end and then everything else in-between. Right. So if it's freezing in your gym, you go out there and you put your hands on a, a piece of metal it's freezing yeah it's freezing and you're sweat starting to sweat and it's cold it's not good um it's even worse during the summertime because you're out there trying to do squats in a gym that's 120 degrees
1: yeah it's garages uh definitely can generate some heat when it's hot
0: outside or when you're doing a podcast or when you're like doing... right now right right <laughs> Yeah, absolutely so what are the things that you can guard against that um, one would be some type of a space heater you had the the greatest one it only took a couple minutes you had the propane yeah we had
1: that propane heater it sounded like a jet engine run that thing would warm the garage
0: up pretty fast and then the other thing obviously is some type of a fan
1: yeah we got the fan you got to get a good fan though uh,
0: didn't we do a fan over
1: running over a bowl of ice one yeah time? we had a bowl of ice and we had the. They had the fan blowing the air into the bull eyes. It was about.
0: I remember that day. It was about 105 out.
1: Yeah, that was our hillbilly
0: uh, air conditioner. It worked because we put it right next to us, and yep. it was cold as shit. But yeah, so you gotta you gotta figure out whether it's gonna be worth it for you or not. to Definitely have your own garage gym because there are some pitfalls to it, and temperature control could definitely be one of them. So. Other than that, I guess now it's time for me to go on, uh, you wanna hear a little bit of a rant? What do you got? Well, I'm gonna talk a little bit about excuses when it comes to, we talked about goal setting and how to reach your goals. We're gonna go the exact opposite and talk about people's excuses on why they didn't reach their goals. And there's five, you ask somebody why they're not doing something, oh boy, here comes the excuses, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Why aren't you in shape? Oh, no, 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 no. I had a kid. Um, yeah, so does everybody else, right? Yeah. a lot of People love to use their children. As the
1: thing that irritates me is people will come up and tell you they want to do this, they want to do that, and then you help help them or give them advice, and then you ask them about it later, and they like to use their children as excuses of not being able to go work out.
0: Right. Oh, man, I had the kids. Oh, I had their uh, their football game or I had practices too, and and practice.
1: So. Right, and if you're serious about it, you go home and you tell the kiddies good night,
0: and you go and get it done. Yeah. Wait till everybody. So then it becomes a difference of sleep. Right. Right. Well, I'm not getting as much sleep, but I'm getting my workouts in. Right. You just you know. The I've I've noticed the busier people are, the less excuses that they're giving out. You ever noticed that? Yeah. So somebody that's completely motivated and completely busy, has all this stuff going on, they're not going to give an excuse to why they're not in shape. If they're out of shape, they're just going to be like, because I don't want to spend the time doing that. They're gonna, it's not an excuse. They just flat out say, come right out at, at you and say, I'm not interested in that. But if somebody, if you are really interested in getting in shape and you've set a goal and you're not reaching it, that goal, it's your own damn problem. Get out of your own way. Quit right. making excuses. Right there, I mean, there's literally, there's all the, ex- you can make any excuse you want to make yourself feel better about not getting in shape. It's not going to make you feel and better.
1: You'll agree on me with this, is that uh, the only way any of this works, losing weight, getting in shape, any of this stuff. The only way this works is if you have consistency,
0: right? I mean, that's almost number one. I went to the gym, I think it was 40-some times straight, the first time i swiped that membership card at Rolls gym. I went to the gym at least 42 days straight, okay, without a day off. Until I started reading, hey, you need a day off. Right. I didn't know what I was doing, man. But I was getting in there, and I built this thing that stuck with me about, I need to go to the gym. I need to go to the gym. I need to go to the gym. Every day, I need to go to the gym. And then all of a sudden, you're not thinking about, I need to go to the gym. You're just going to the gym. Right. And it becomes a... a, becomes
1: part of your daily...
0: To the point where you take a day off and you feel guilty about it. Yeah. And then that morphs into, okay, I needed to take a day off to recover so that my next week I can do these things and actually get better at doing it. And then you start to grow and set different goals and grow.
1: When I I work out consistently for a couple months and then I take a week off, I'll go back and I can lift heavier after a week off than I could at the end of lifting for a month and a half. Right, because at
0: that month and a half, you killed it, and you took that week off, and you came back, and bam. Oh, yeah. You're starting where you left off at instead of starting at the beginning. When you, if you go to, to the gym for a week, take a month off, go to the gym for the week, you're always restarting. Most
1: people do cycles like that. Well, they'll go to the gym maybe three times, and then not go for a week or two, and then go to the gym three times, and not go to the right. gym. Right, well, time. what happens after you go to the gym three times? Your whole fucking body hurts. And so then you, yeah, right. right And then you don't go for a couple because you can't physically go. You're like, turns I, I can't. It,
0: or turns into a week. Dude, my back hurts. I can't go do pull-ups today. So I'm going to sit at home and, you know, eat uh, Cheetos. and People
1: need to work around things. If I stopped working out just because something hurt,
0: I would have done about as half as many workouts I've done. Now, I've always been consistent. But when I talk about consistent, the consistency has changed. I went from working out six days a week to having kids and then figuring out what worked decently well for two to three days a week and then built it back up and took it back down depending on the injuries and what's going on so i have people like how the hell if you're not working out how how are you uh holding muscle well i didn't say i completely stopped i'm just saying i wasn't going like i balls the wall like i used to so you always have to figure out that angle. So, somebody says to me, well, you don't look like you're a bodybuilder. You don't look like the, your pictures, uh, bodybuilding pictures. Of course not, because I'm not bodybuilding. No. That's one. I I'm not throwing out excuses. I just like beer. <laughs> and what comes with beer? Probably some horrible food choices. You know, I do that for a couple of days on the weekend, and then I dig myself out of that hole, and then it's clean all the way through the week, and then back to it. So, Like we've said many times, we're gym rats. Right. So... Beer, to me, wasn't... This
1: isn't. Ma- if, we're, if we're making a living doing this, we would have different lifestyles.
0: Right. So, basically, there's a difference between an excuse and a choice, right? I'm choosing to drink beer. It's not an excuse. No. It's a choice. I'm just not shredded because I like beer. I, I happen to like beer. I like being shredded,
1: too. Listen. If we wanted to be shredded, give us three months. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. We neither of us are obese, we could be shredded. I just don't months.
0: want, and here's another thing. I just don't want to do that much cardio,
1: but oh I'm not sitting
0: God. here, I'm not sitting here complaining about the cardio, not being shredded either. Yeah. Now, if I was saying to you, Blake, I, man, I just can't get shredded. Then you'd say, well, you're over here doing podcasts. <laughs> We're drinking here. beer. Duh. I'm not saying that. I'm not talking about me. Oh, I need to be shredded right now. No, I've- Enjoying the summertime and the beer, and I'm sure during the wintertime it will get a little bit more aggressive. But when it comes down to it, when it comes down to the excuse-making and everything, you're your own boss, right? Yep. Your body is your business. It's your business. Nobody else's business, right? You're your own boss. You set the hours. Yep. You punch the clock and you say i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and also i mean moderation
1: moderation is the best thing right if you can if you can create some type of moderation in your life you can achieve your goals
0: right so you just make a goal and say i need to go to the gym three days a week right and don't that's pretty moderate and don't uh
1: and don't say, Oh well my kid had a recital tonight, so I'm not going to the gym.
0: Right. And if you just get...
1: go do it and sacrifice the sleep that day. You're only doing it three days a week.
0: Right. That's only one day, one recital one day. Right. That's only
1: so the next day you're a little tired, at least you still got your workout in. You know what's better than excuses? What's that? Results. Right. But a lot of people go into excuses right away because they don't get results right away. A lot of people don't understand that you're not going
0: to get results in two weeks. You know what I've always said? So then they start making excuses. You know what I've always said? What's that? Your mouth's good for two things, and talking ain't one of them. (laughs) All right, so that's the end of the episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Feel free to share this episode with other people. Um, Yeah, and uh, always come back for more. Take it easy.